You're listening to Ion Health on Dubai I 103.8, delving into your overall well-being with Arab Health. Joining us today with an interesting, quite I think unique story, Michael. To be honest, because you were diagnosed with type one diabetes at the age of eight, and approximately. 537 million adults are living with diabetes worldwide. This number is expected to rise and rise and rise. So, as I said, Michael Matafanov joining us today with a different perspective on this. And I think actually, type one. I've got a number of friends now whose little ones have been diagnosed, even younger than eight. Tell us a little bit about how you reached the stage of needing a diagnosis. How were you feeling at that time? Do you remember? I was eight years old and I was on a family holiday with my um, with my parents, my sister in Egypt, and I was just really I was thirsty a lot, like all the time. My parents didn't think anything of it; they just thought like a normal child wants to drink a lot, wants to eat a lot all the time. But I was having like fizzy drinks, like um, and juice, and all the time, and they have a lot of sugar, mm-hmm. like a, a normal can of like Coke has like thirty grams of carbohydrates. And it's a lot, and I was having that constantly. And what I didn't know was I was making my blood sugar just higher and higher and higher. And every night I was wetting the bed, and my parents were like, mm, still didn't click, still didn't think, because they didn't even really know what type one diabetes was. Anyway, came back to Dubai, and we went to the American hospital, and they checked my blood sugar. My blood sugar was around forty two, forty three. Where should it have been? Um, it should be between four and seven. <gasps> wow! So it was extremely, extremely high. I was on a drip for almost two days, just trying to get the sugar out. And my parents were freaking out. They have no idea what type one diabetes is. My mum was crying. What do we have to do? When the doctor was explaining, you know, because basically type one diabetes, for those that don't know, it's a chronic disorder where your pancreas produces little or no insulin at all. So if you just left it and you didn't give yourself insulin, your blood sugar would just get would just go higher mm-hmm. and higher and higher until you until you would just pass out. It's a scary diagnosis at any age, but this is a time obviously kind of pre-internet where there wasn't a huge amount of information around. Mm-hmm. And also to tell an eight-year-old, okay, you know, fun's over. You're going to parties. You're not going to be eating X, Y, Z. Exactly. How? What was it like managing it as a child? As a child, honestly, as at such a young age of eight, you just kind of what you what you what you were told by your parents, you just followed, you just did what they told you to do. So, um, when did when did it get more challenging? In my teens, (laughs) when I was, you know, when you when you when you when you're when you're a teenager, you just make things more difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, for well, yourself well it's like it's, I mean listen it, whatever whatever that kind of so-called risky behaviour is as a teen sometimes yeah. it's health related sometimes it's behavioural yeah. and you're a personal trainer now so That's t- right. tell us about how you, you're managing type 1 diabetes on a day to day basis so I have an insulin pump um, which um, I, I'm just using insulin Nova Rapid which um, it's a fast acting um, insulin um, basically you have a fast acting and a slow and a slow acting So just quickly, I don't don't want to go into it too much, but quickly. So for someone who doesn't have diabetes, your pancreas is slowly releasing insulin to help balance your blood sugar. Mine doesn't work. So my pump has to do that for me. Mm -hmm. So throughout the day, it's releasing like tiny little drops of insulin just to keep it balanced. Um, So when I'm training, uh, you have to make sure your blood sugar is in the right in the right place. You don't want to train if your blood sugar is too low and you don't want to train if it's too high because it could have some serious effects 
Um, what about diet and things like that? How I mean, you're obviously kind of leaning into a healthy lifestyle, mm-hmm. but are there any other choices and lifestyle decisions that you've had to make along the way? Um, not really. I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions about about type one diabetes. Um, specifically, people think you can't eat certain foods. And growing up, you know, as a, as a kid, going to to um, birthday parties and things, and the, and the parents saying to you, "Oh, you can't have that cake," and you know. An eight-year-old, ten-year-old, whatever, being told you can't have cake is like really confusing. Um, but that's one of the biggest misconceptions that you can't have sugary foods. You can't. The thing is, we can eat anything that we want to, as long as we give the right amount of insulin. You need to, to make those adjustments. Exactly. So, what role does exercise play then, and, and how has it been instrumental in managing your health, then, Michael? I haven't. Mm, I do. I do anything. Like as a kid, I was very active. I didn't do. I did all kinds of sports. Um, you can do anything as long as you just keep control of your blood sugar. Mm. So, what advice then would you give to any parents who've had that diagnosis of their child, and mm-hmm. as you said, they're freaking out like your mum did? Don't think about it too much. Um, <laughs> that's, such, that's such a relief to hear things <laughs> like that because I feel like everyone we love freaking out. You yeah. know, we love that dramatization and the c- catastrophizing of yeah. what does this mean for their life and their mm-hmm. health and their mental health and their friendship and their job and you mm-hmm. know all of that. And it sounds like you're absolutely smashing it by not overthinking it, just taking a very measured approach. Yeah, and also if 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 you are a parent and your son or daughter has diabetes, don't. If you stress, they're going to stress. And if you tell them like, oh, you can't have this, you can't have that, they're going to believe it and they're going to go grow up thinking they can't do things and can't have things. There's also a real danger of that becoming someone's whole identity. Exactly. (laughs) Like this is just a very small part of who you are. And especially in, um, you know, today, um, social media plays a big part as well. Mm -hmm. And kids nowadays, I mean, you see like, eight-year-olds and ten-year-olds with phones and, and they're on YouTube and Instagram and they're looking at things and that can have a, a huge part to play in their lifestyle as well. There's a bit of a danger of perhaps over-information in 2022. Exactly. So having a doctor you trust, staying on top of just general life and not letting it hold you back. Mm-hmm. For anyone, as I said, you work as a personal trainer, Michael, for anyone that wants to connect with you, whether that's getting advice about mm-hmm. living with type 1 diabetes or even training with it, if that's something mm-hmm. you're able to help with, what's the best way of getting in touch? So um, you can find me on Instagram. Um, my full name is just Michael Matafonov. If you just put Michael Mata, you'll find me. Um, <laughs> if you want that link, you can message the, me. <laughs> with the whole surname. Well, listen, it's wonderful to have you here today and obviously in such great health and Busting some myths, but also having a bit of a reality check, because I think that's something that a lot of parents need, not letting that define their life as parents and Mm -hmm. that of their children as well. So, Michael, really appreciate your time. Thank you so, so much. Stay well. Keep in touch. That was Michael Matapanoff, 26-year-old personal trainer living with type 1 diabetes. Don't forget, we are touching on all the hot topics, hearing real-life stories and from expert doctors across a whole range of topics here on Eye on Health. So make sure you tune in next week. Eye on Health with Arab Health on Dubai Eye 103.8.